Hey, hey friend, welcome to the Free and Well podcast. In today's episode, I am sharing with you three really helpful tools to support you in those moments where your healing and growth journey is just feeling really hard. Three tips that I think are genuinely going to support you in continuing to move forward and knowing that you are not alone and that these tough, dark moments of healing and growth are so natural. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Brainwell Podcast. I am so glad that you are here. So really quick, before we dive in, I am running a giveaway today. The first five people who write a review for the Free and Well podcast and screenshot it and send it to me over on Instagram are going to get entered into a giveaway for a free 60-minute breakthrough coaching call with me. Okay, so all you need to do is head down below, write a review for the podcast, screenshot that, DM it to me over on Instagram, and the first five of you who do that will be entered into a giveaway for a 60-minute breakthrough coaching call, okay? Winner will be announced next week because it takes a couple days for Apple to upload and actually post the reviews, but the first five of you will be entered into a giveaway, and I am so excited. So head down below if you want to enter Cannot wait. Cannot wait. Okay, so what we're talking about today is this idea that healing and growth can be really hard. And this is something that I don't think we talk about enough. I really don't think we talk about it enough. We talk a lot about all of the beautiful benefits, why growth and healing is so necessary, why it's so helpful and expansive. And I don't think we talk enough about the learning curves the difficulty, the heartbreak that comes along when we are healing and growing. And so I want to just have a really honest conversation with you about this today. And my overall hope is that you just know that you are not alone. You are not alone. There is nothing wrong with you. If you're having learning curves, bumps along the way, difficulties that come up, and some dark moments along this journey of healing and growth because I am right there with you. (laughs) I am right there with you. So I think some things that I've noticed for me on my journey related to this is really, I think there's just a lot of moments of a lot of questioning, a lot of questioning myself, questioning the world, questioning the purpose of growth, the purpose of healing. And I think just so much questioning, especially when you are a really aware person, we then can really start to question everything. And I know for me as a young adult, there was a period of my life where I started to question everything from when I was growing up, right? Ways that I was doing things, why I thought the way that I was thinking about certain situations, why I made the choices that I made. And it can be really overwhelming. (laughs) It can be very overwhelming. And when you're questioning so much, it can be really, really unsettling. 
unsettling, it can feel unsafe because we've built this, if we want to call it like a little house, right? We've built this little house that we live in, all of our ideas about ourselves, about who you are, about what life is, about relationships, right? We're constantly trying to figure things out. And so when we're on this journey of constantly reflecting, noticing, digging, unearthing, asking these really tough questions. Why do I think this way? Why am I making these choices? Why am I, right? Why am I doing these things? Why is this what I'm experiencing? Why is this the way that I'm showing up in my life? And for me, a lot of that has been around codependency, has been around people pleasing, has been around letting fear be in the driver's seat of my choices, of how I show up in life, of taking up so much mental space in my mind. And when we're doing that, when we're questioning all of these things, it can be so overwhelming. And I can imagine, and at least definitely for me, I think that's why my faith has felt so important. Is because when I'm questioning so much, it's really really supportive to have something to lean on, to have a foundation that you can trust. Even if, if I'm being really, really honest with you, even if my faith is also something that I have been digging in and unearthing what, right? What, what within my faith and my spirituality is not feeling healthy, is not feeling supportive, doesn't feel genuine. Like what, even questioning those things in that deconstruction process. And I saw this beautiful quote, this beautiful quote on Instagram earlier that was actually talking about the power of being willing to question. And I just want to notice and really, really acknowledge that there's so much good that comes from this, but that it also can just be so wildly uncomfortable. So wildly uncomfortable. So not only in that questioning phase, but then also in the phase of doing things different, doing things differently. So not only in this phase of, well, I'm going to question, why am I doing things this way? Why am I struggling with people pleasing? Why am I wanting to quiet myself to avoid someone else having a feeling about me or about what I'm saying? Why am I feeling led to dress a certain way, to look a certain way, to say certain things, to elicit a certain reaction, a positive reaction from other people. Why am I doing that? What am I hoping to get from there, right? Not only is it asking all these questions, but then, oh, then my beautiful butterfly front, (laughs) my beautiful butterfly friend, say that three times fast. But then moving into the action stage where you then want to actually start letting these internal shifts that are going on for you, these internal questions, realizations, breakthroughs, revelations, right? As you are learning all of these things about yourself. And then as those ripple out into your choices, into who you are, how you're showing up in the world, the choices that you're making That also is wildly uncomfortable, wildly uncomfortable. 
Because then that's shifting how we're showing up in in our relationships, right? How we're showing up in our day-to-day at work, in our relationships, being more expressive, speaking up more, being more honest about yourself, being more honest about what you're needing, what you're feeling, sharing those parts of yourself that maybe you've been hiding. And not only is that wildly uncomfortable internally, to be more vulnerable with these parts of yourself and to start putting yourself out there more in a way that feels genuine and authentic to you. Not only is that wildly uncomfortable, but then also the results of that. How that then does impact your work dynamics, your relationship dynamics. There are so many pieces of this that are just so uncomfortable And so wherever you're at, wherever you're at in this process, and for me, I'm like, okay, I feel like I'm in the questioning phase in this one part of my life. And then with this other scenario, I'm in the action phase. (laughs) So you can be in multiple at a time, but wherever you are, you are not alone. You are not alone in this feeling of like, oh my gosh, this this healing, this growth is actually creating a lot of anxiety sometimes. For me and my personal journey, like this is actually creating more discomfort. But the thing is, the thing is, is that it's creating more momentary discomfort, but in the long run, it's creating, it's going to create more health, more health, more sustainability, more fulfillment, more purpose, more alignment for you. But in the short term, 100%, it's creating more discomfort. I'm feeling that creating more discomfort, more anxiety as, you know, being in like, let's say there's a conflict going on. And instead of wanting to do what I used to normally do, which is I'm going to sugarcoat everything. I'm not going to actually be honest about how I'm feeling, what I'm needing. (laughs) Right. Instead of doing that, I'm going to choose to self-regulate, regulate myself with some body-based tools. And then I'm going to be honest and I'm going to speak the truth the truth of what I'm feeling, what I'm needing, what I'm experiencing, what I'm seeing here. And in the moment that creates so much more discomfort and so much more anxiety, but in the long term, it is helpful and it is healthy and it is necessary. And that's actually so interesting to think about because with the cycle of anxiety, and I think what a lot of us do often is We do things that in the moment they feel more comfortable, they feel safer, but in the long term, it's creating more anxiety, more discontentment, more dis-ease in you, in your life. But in the moment, we feel more comfy. And so it's like we're we're trying to flop that, right? On our healing and growth journey, we're flopping that. We're trying to scooch into, I want to learn and be willing to be uncomfortable, to be anxious, to be (laughs) really uncomfortable in this moment, knowing that in the long term of my life, of my health, of my fulfillment, of my purpose, that long term, this is going to be supportive. But in the moment, it's really uncomfortable. And so... A few things that I have found really helpful that I really want to share with you. Number one is just to check in with yourself. Check in with yourself often. 
How are you feeling? There is research out there that talks about the power of naming the emotions that you are experiencing. And I really want to differentiate here. We're not saying, oh, I am mad. I am anxious. I am worried. We're phrasing this as I'm noticing anxiety or I'm feeling anxiety, right? Because we're not identifying with that. That is not who you are. We want to be so intentional with our words. Your words are powerful, right? Your words are powerful. We're not identifying with it and saying, I am anxious. We're saying I'm feeling or I'm noticing anxiety. There is power in noticing and naming the emotions that you are experiencing. Because what can happen too is that so often, I feel this and I talk with my clients about this often, is this idea that so (laughs) a lot of times our emotions can feel really overwhelming, like just this huge blurry bubble of stuff. And what we want to do is when you notice and name, ooh, okay, so I'm noticing some stress here. I'm noticing anxiety. I'm noticing some fear. I'm noticing a little sadness. We're naming it so it doesn't feel like this overwhelming, vague bubble of emotion. It feels like we can kind of grasp it. It gives us some clarity as to what's actually happening. And like I mentioned, there's actually research that talks about the power of naming emotions to support their process of moving through the body and then dissipating. So checking in with yourself, checking in with yourself often. And also number two, letting yourself know it's okay. Letting yourself know that it is totally okay for you to feel that way. This is a big one. This is a big one. If we try to push away and tell ourselves, no, I need to feel hyped all the time. I need to feel positive all the time. I can't feel, I shouldn't feel this. I shouldn't feel angry. I shouldn't feel sad. I shouldn't feel scared. When we do that, it's like we're pushing this beach ball underneath the surface. It's not healthy. It's not helpful. Emotions are meant to be noticed, to be experienced, to be felt in the body to be noticed and felt, and then they move through. Emotions actually only last around roughly up to 90 seconds. Why they last so much longer for so many of us is because we latch onto them. We latch onto them or we try to push them away and we resist them. But if we start learning allowing ourselves to notice what we're feeling, to feel what we're feeling. Let yourself be freaking sad. Let yourself be sad. Let yourself be angry. And that's something I've been noticing and I shared on Instagram a few times this week is this idea of grief. This idea of grieving as we're growing, grieving how your relationships are changing, grieving how your idea of yourself is changing Even if you know that this is in service of what God has for you, right? Even if you know that something is in service of your health, even if you know that something is genuinely for you and this is the best thing for you, this is the healthiest choice. This is the most sustainable choice. This is the most genuine choice for you. There can still be a lot of sadness and or grief, that can come up for you and that's okay, 
right? It's like the version of me who I knew a couple years ago, I've been grieving her. I've been grieving losing her as I've been growing and healing and shedding these layers, right? Kind of like snakeskin. You're like shedding these layers and there's grief there. There's grief there and that's okay. And that's natural. That is so natural. And then my number three here would be to really have support, really have support. Feeling alone as you're moving through this is so hard. And this is something that I definitely felt when I started on this journey was feeling really alone. I didn't have a lot of people close to me who were moving through the same journey of, I'm going to dig into my shit and heal it. Like I am not going to continue living in this. I'm not okay with continuing on with what I've just been doing, with what I've learned. I'm going to dig in. I'm going to get uncomfortable. I'm going to heal and move in a really healthy, genuine direction very intentionally. And it can be really, really hard to do that when we don't have a lot of people in our actual physical circles or the people you grew up with or like it's just so hard. And sometimes you can even feel like such an outsider, like an outcast, especially sometimes if in your family, I hear this a lot, if in your family you're one of the few people who's diving in and doing so much of this work, that can feel, (laughs) make you question what you're doing. And then also, right, just feel so isolating. So get support, get support, whether that's in person like maybe finding a church community, a spiritual community, finding, right? Like whatever, find a hobby and connect with people that's going to connect you with people who are also so intentionally on this journey, or maybe it's online. That's one of my favorite things about Bloom is literally creating a space where you can connect with other women who are doing this work as well. And having intentional conversations, having an intentional, that's why we have our group chat space where you get to intentionally come in and see what other women are moving through, sharing the choices that they're making, the intentional moves that they're making, choices that they are making to do things differently than how they have done them before, what they're practicing, what they're learning, what they're building. And it's so huge to have that support. P.S bloom our fall round starts in less than a month head down if you want to go save your spot eight weeks community coaching faith friendly psychology infused activating that next level of confidence for you it's going to be amazing last round this will be our last round for 2023 so if you're interested head down below head to freeandwell.org bloom go check it out save your spot or dm me with any questions Having community is huge. I think it can help us keep going. It helps this feel sustainable and also lets us know that we're not alone because this is, it, it can feel like a lot sometimes. It can feel like a lot sometimes. Sometimes that too could be in, I know there's a lot of Facebook communities out there, right? So it's wherever you're gonna find that support. Maybe it's in person, maybe it's online. Maybe it's in a community space, but finding that community, even if it's one person, even if it's one person, 
Like having someone that you can talk to about these big, beautiful goals and dreams. Something that I talk to my sister about often, we have a lot of parallel goals for like big life vision goals. And I've told her so many times, I'm so deeply appreciative that we have very aligned big life vision goals, even if there's lots of different ways we can get there. But having someone to talk to is just huge. It's huge. And you don't need to have a lot of them. You don't need to have a whole huge circle, but having a couple of connections, people that get you hyped, people that you can talk to, people that are encouraging, people that when you are feeling like you're tripping and you're stumbling and maybe you're even taking steps back, also totally natural because you're human. I wouldn't even say it's a step back. It's just a natural step, natural thing that happens on those days. Someone that you can talk to And they're going to say, it's okay. I just had one of those last week. It's cool. It's so important, my friend. So important. So checking in with yourself, validating what you're feeling, naming what you're feeling, being okay with the emotions that are coming up, knowing that this is part of the journey. This is part of the journey. This is part of life, right? This is part of life. This is part of the journey and finding support and community. Reminder, reminder, head down, leave a review of the podcast, screenshot it, send it to me over on Instagram. And I just realized that actually you're sending me screenshots. I don't need to wait for Apple to upload that. So send me the screenshots. I will announce the winner on Friday. I will announce the winner on Friday. So first five women who send me a screenshot of their review are going to get entered into a raffle for a 60 minute confidence breakthrough call. And I cannot wait. Okay. So go ahead, go do that. Enter into that. Winner will be announced on Friday. I appreciate you. I'm so glad you're here. Hey love, I hope you enjoyed this episode and a quick reminder for you. This show is for educational purposes only. Information from this show is not a substitute for mental health or medical treatment. Friend, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share this with a friend who you know would enjoy this or feel free to head over to Instagram and send me a message letting me know what is standing out to you or that you loved today's episode. I so appreciate you. I'm glad that you're here. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day.